All right, people. Welcome back. Hello, hello. To playing the field number probably 28, I want to say. I'm going to guess that that's wrong just because that's a really specific number. Yeah. But uh, it's I, let's, I wonder how many we've done so far. Definitely a lot. Definitely I, multiple. We're north of 20 at this point. That's pretty impressive. I mean, our should be our should be more, is, but we got we got screwed by GarageBand. Yeah, week. yeah, we had a we had a, oh my god, we had a whole mock draft. Yeah, we we had Johnny over. We did a whole draft special. There was arguments. There was tears. Oh, there was blood. There was there was friendship, and at the end of it, truces were made. Wow, I'm not far off. I think we have 22. Wow. Okay. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Pretty great. So it's, it's twenty two and a half, roughly, you know. Twenty two and a half. Yeah. And then we should have twenty three and a half, you know. All right, well, I guess since we're gonna recap a little bit what happened last week, we'll talk about the draft. Since last last week was supposed to be our draft special, we'll just do, yeah. give our a lot of draft recap on this episode. Right, right. So we're gonna start off with my pick, get it out of the way. Yeah. Because we already we already knew we already knew the Jags were taking Lawrence. We already knew the Jets were taking Wilson. And we know we talk about our teams too much, but also we kind of have to right now yeah, because this... the Niners made the biggest move in the entire draft and they gave up a whole fortune to get this number three pick. Yeah. And it would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. And then if you, and if you tried to aesthetic, like bias aside, if you tried to pick which team made the biggest impact and biggest splash in NFL free agency, probably the Patriots, probably the Patriots. So Yes, we talk about our team too much, teams yes. too much, but but also we I have think to right now. I think in this draft too, both of our teams went in with the narrative that we needed a quarterback. Yes, every, and that's always it was the most important. Right. And that's always the most interesting part of the draft. It's, it is. It's sad to say, kind of sucks for everyone else, but where quarterbacks are going is the most interesting part. Like I know where like quarterbacks in the second round and the third round are going, and I I don't for most of these other players, sadly. I mean, yeah. I know a couple of them because, you know, Niners players, but like. Right. And also a couple nice players, but I think that the quarterback, where, is the, where are the quarterbacks going is always one of the biggest headlines. And I think because of, you know, we traded a lot. You guys are just literally need a quarterback to complete your team. Like, yeah, it's that's why we love the draft. Yeah, it is. So I. I'm happy we didn't get Mac Jones. I'll keep it simple. I think I think I made that pretty clear throughout. The yeah, last, like, I two think months. this was brought up on the show before even yeah. the last episode, yeah. right? Ricky was very adamant about not wanting Mac Jones at that three pick. And it's it's not even like I don't like Mac Jones. I think he can throw the ball with great touch. Like I really do. Like I it, honestly, I look at his release too. He's got a quick throw. Like not a bad quarterback. It's just you don't. My, in my opinion, the league is trending in the direction of more athletic quarterbacks that can make the same reads that pocket passers can. You know, like yeah. why can't why can't Justin Fields make the same reads as Mac Jones? I I think he can, but like who knows, right? Yeah. But when you trade all those picks, you need to get like a guy that's going to change your franchise. You know. Yeah. And I think. The more I think about it, too, because, like, you know, I was high on Justin Fields. Like, I thought we were going to get him and all that. I think I'm higher on Trey Lance. 
I've been because like, has nothing to do with the fact that oh, Lance was just completely taken the complete, other day, no yeah. it definitely <laughs> is like maybe sixty percent of it but like I'm also like. For me, one of the big things that I like with Trey Lance going to the Niners is he ran a lot of under center for North Dakota State. Which is what the Niners like to do. Yeah, the Niners love to run like as few sets as possible to trick that's, you. That's all right, I'll get into my objection with that in a second. Um, Justin Fields, on the other hand, ran a spread offense at Ohio State, which is always like kind of like a question with um, quarterbacks coming out of colleges. Can they go from a uh, spread yeah. spread offense to a pro style? So, I mean, I like that Lance already has experience in a pro style offense. People are very like, oh, he would go lots of games where he throwed like 15, 16, 17 times. And I thought about it and I'm like, Jimmy did that in the playoffs <laughs> when we went to the Super Bowl. I feel like that's not like a big deal. We We have this running back committee. We run the ball a lot. Mostert proved to be a very good back for you. Exactly. Guys. I also think like I think that Lance adds that extra like zone read option that we didn't have before that we could now add. Mm-hmm. I also think he adds that Cam Newton QB power dimension. Mm. And I feel like you don't get that from a lot of quarterbacks. Because he's tall. He's, sh- he's, he's six. Tall. He's like six four, two thirty. Like, yeah. Like I, I, you look at his tape, and he's so shifty. That you almost like think that he's small. Exactly. Like, oh, he's like Kyler Murray. Yeah. But, but then, then you, you see you him like at, truck yeah. a linebacker and right. you're like, holy shit. Like this, this guy, guy can six, run the three, ball. Six, four, yeah. yeah. Like six, three, six, four. I don't think he's done growing because he's 20. That's another thing. A lot of good stuff there. His one year. He only played one year in North Dakota State. Everybody. That's like one of the knocks on him. First off, that one year was his red shirt freshman year. So it was his first year playing college football. Let's look at his as stuff. a starter. I actually have him up. You do? Yeah. So what did he throw? So did so, he start for two years? No, he redshirted his freshman year, mm-hmm. then started yeah. his second year, because I thought you needed three years. So this most recent year, canceled his season because of COVID. Oh. So he had one exhibition game. Oh, okay, okay. So. His one year of full play, he had a 66% completion percentage, threw for 2,700 yards in an offense that was kind of run heavy, and he threw for 28 touchdowns and zero picks. Okay. In his first year, I, I just really like that in his first year of college starting, he didn't throw a single pick, which honestly, probably because of the run heavy offense, but that mimics what San Francisco does. Yeah. That's yeah, what Shanahan that. wants. Like, he wants you to not throw picks. And be able to... Pl- Play, play, play action, play within yeah. the system. But when you have these athletic tools that Trey Lance gives you, because he ran for eleven hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns at the same time. So my question is, why him over Justin Fields? I think that because just there's, there's, there's stuff co- you're describing to me is, is sounding a lot concern, like Justin Fields. Well, first off, he's bigger and stronger than Justin Fields, and if you if you look at like like Fields is probably the more accurate passer right now. I'm not going to deny that. Mm-hmm. But if you just look at like pure like just like getting the ball out of your hands and looking at the ball velocity, I think Trey Lance has more arm strength than Fields. I would say that Fields is definitely better ball placement. Probably is more experience throwing different kinds of like passes, you know. So, because what's what's 
Fields. He's like six feet, isn't he? Six one. Oh, he's like so, six two, six three. I yeah. Think. So he's right there with Trey Lance. I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I just don't get like the. I why I still so because because Trey Lance has a be- bigger arm. Bigger arm. It. That also like I think that his I think his frame is slightly way... bigger, so they they think that he's a better runner. They assume he'll be a better runner. Okay. And I mean, like, I know Justin Fields ran like that four four, but that's technically unofficial. It wasn't at the combine, so it might be a four five. I mean, I'm not. I'm, nit- way, I'm nitpick. I'm, yeah. I'm, nit- I'm nitpicking here. Like, I because I mean, then you don't have to worry about the competition issue. You don't have to worry about the recency issue. I, I was watching Fields. something, and I mean, I don't think this is necessarily true because I think Fields did benefit from a competition difference, but. One of the things that I've seen on, like, these, like, oh, what's the problem with Justin Fields videos? Because, like, I wanted to know initially, like, why they didn't take Fields. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, there's a lot of instances where Fields will try and always pick up the big play rather than just, like, check it down. Like, he wants the first down. He wants to make the big play. And sometimes it gets him in trouble. And I think that's just, like, a big concern with Kyle Shanahan. So he definitely has more picks, right? Yeah. What does yeah, yeah. Fields have for you? Well, want to look at I mean, yeah. I'll, put, I'll look it up. But the thing is, is like, um, because Trey Lance twenty-eight touchdowns isn't a ton either. No, it's not. But he also ran for fourteen, and yep. didn't throw a pick. Like he didn't throw a pick until his exhibition game in twenty twenty. Again, though, you the running. It has to slow down in, in the NFL. True. Like if you're even Lamar Jackson, like he's still throwing for the majority of his touchdowns. You know, he'll get three touchdowns and one rushing, in a, or two two passing, and that'll be it. You know, like I think, the, the, like look at the quarterbacks. Like we want mobility, but we also don't want a running quarterback, right? We saw how that kind of plays out, and it's not. I think great. I think you just need to be smart with it, though. I think like. Because, like, think about, like, when you have, like, that one play that just breaks down because they send, like, a perfect blitz and you just see Tom Brady take a sack, right? That's just, like, a play gone. But, like, when you have, like, an athlete there at that position who can maybe read that they're, oh, they're coming in and I can just run, you know? And then but maybe what about I a quarterback? A like, like, take Deshaun Watson, for example. Yeah. Incredibly good at getting out of the pocket. Yeah. Right? Also has, I think, the second longest release time in all the NFL, hmm. which is very interesting in terms of... I Now, I don't know if I'm accurate. I know he's in the bottom tier. Okay. I, I'll just say I know he's in the bottom half of the league. Like in terms of like how quickly how he quick can he get releases the football. The ball. Yeah. So what is, what is kind of gained in athleticism can sometimes be made up for in quick decision-making. I think that's how Drew Brees was so successful. You know what I mean? Um, and good pocket awareness. So I just it, it, like if you look at, I know mobile quarterbacks are more exciting, but I also think I, this is weirdly becoming a wonderful pitch for Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just think like sometimes people get drawn into the excitement factor of the dual threat quarterback because it's new, and we're not used to seeing quarterbacks run over people and stuff. But in the NFL, like even Patrick Mahomes. He's a passer, yeah. you know, he's a passer and yeah. that's what you want. Um, 
so like for me, if you're saying that Fields is the better passer, see, but I don't. There's there's questions with Fields passing. Like there's questions about his throwing motion, and it's like I'm not a scout, so I can't like deep dive deep into these like yeah, yeah, yeah. questions about Fields. But like, see, like when I heard that like Fields has like a hitch in his throw, I was like, he plays baseball. Who cares? Like, <laughs> but like that's one of the things that these scouts care about. And I mean. Apparently, you never. It's just it's just thrown at a dartboard. Yeah. yeah, they just felt that Trey had more potential to grow. Yeah. Also, I mean, like with Trey Lance, like there's questions about his accuracy right now, but those questions come from like two years ago because he had to skip a year, right? Yeah, I don't understand that. Mac Jones has accuracy issues too, but yeah. I mean, like in his last season, he threw like a set. He had like a 77 percent completion percentage or something. Mac like, or Trey? Mac. Mac. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, something ridiculous. Like. So, I mean, like, I understand, like, wanting Mac for the efficiency, you know. But I think that we've already had, like, we've seen what the offense looks like with, like, the the pocket passer. And, like, it technically hasn't won a Super Bowl. It's gone there twice. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad, I'm not. Wait, wait, but, like, are you talking about the NFL? Yeah, I'm talking about the Shanahan I'm talking about the Shanahan. Oh, offense. oh, okay. Yeah, you're saying the Shanahan. The Shanahan offense has never had, hasn't a won a Super Bowl. Oh, was it Shab, Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, like they had RG three, but he blew his knee out, and he was particularly horrible running quarterback because he yeah. was and he didn't slide reckless and didn't slide. That's that's another thing is like, I think that Trey Lance is going to be better than RG three, right? Yeah. And RG3 looked like a god in that system. And that system is probably more expansive than it was in 2012. Okay. I just, I, I really, I'm really stuck in between I want to see him play right now versus I want to see him play when he's ready to play. Yeah. So I would just run Jimmy G for a year. Yeah. Uh, people were saying today online that um, he's just throwing right in. He's a top three pick. Let I, him play. Yeah, I, I get it. I just don't want to. I don't want him to play if he's not ready. You know, mm-hmm. like why? Why rush why him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got a long career. Um, do we want to move on to? Yeah, later? I, I spent way too much time talking. No, about no, no, that's okay. We we're only like tw- we only spent like twelve minutes on that. Huh. Um, do you want to pull up the draft board and we can just kind of go through certain picks and yeah. see, and see what we like and what we don't like? I mean, the Jaguars somehow got Trevor Lawrence. And still had a terrible draft. <laughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. Like that's hard to do. Um, I mean that 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 running back in the first round was it was an unbelievable, just you know, emotional decision with no sense of, uh, you know, reason or I mean, logic like, I, to it. I mean, they I already heard. have a top. They had a top five scrimmage runner. Yeah. And then, then they signed Carlos what, Hyde. Carlos Hyde. I don't go get Darren Sproles at 36, <laughs> bring him in and you're set, you know, like you know, I the more I think about it I don't like the pick. I'm not don't don't mistake me for saying thinking that I like this pick. I think that he almost is preparing for Hyde to get hurt, maybe, is the thing. Because Hyde had trouble staying healthy. Yeah, and he's had trouble staying healthy, like, his entire career. 
I can't remember the last time he played a full season. Here's what it says to me. Um, it says already, already, right off the bat, it says that there is worry about Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Right? Now, now, didn't Trevor Lawrence come out and say statements like he could retire tomorrow and be yeah, happy? Yeah, like he said, like, I don't have a chip on my shoulder or, like, feel like I have to prove anything, like... I mean, well, that that it also helps in that sense when you're unanimously the best quarterback in college. Football. Yeah, no, I I respected him saying that because it's completely true. Yeah, like he, you won a national championship slighted. as a yeah. true freshman. <laughs> he went to an unbelievable. Everybody has been talking about you since before right. college. Why would you be angry about something? Yeah, like. But it does it does show it just in that statement alone a little bit of complacency in Trevor Lawrence as a player. And you know, I I definitely see what you're saying. And, and and so to me this is we're we're the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're not exactly prestige, you know? I mean I I was drunk ranting about this the other day about how the Jaguars have the former Niners GM, right? Yeah. And he's notoriously famous, at least in the Niners organization, for drafting players with ACL injuries. Okay. Um Notorious for it, like like, he, like it's almost like, three like he for three or like six plus. like he, multiple in a in a draft, all blow out their knees. Not all, like but like all right, well, there was there was one year where there was one year where he drafted like back to back dudes with guys who had had surgeries on their ACLs. <laughs> so, so we think that this running back is going to tear one. No, no, I just <laughs> like I, I, you know, I I'm worried for Urban Meyer. Because Trent Baalke is the reason why Jim Harbaugh got fired from San Francisco. Hmm. And it's the same scenario. You got a really successful college coach, goes into the NFL, and he's got Trent Baalke there to screw him. All right. Well, (laughs) this might be turning into my own personal rant. This is a personal thing. Let's just – let's focus on the pick. I mean, I want to see – I. I don't think Trevor is going to be a bust, and I don't think no, he's not wor- going I don't to think I don't think they're worried about it either. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that he might leave. That's that's the only thing that. Oh, Trevor might leave. Trevor might leave is my thing. I if because if he doesn't necessarily want to be in Jacksonville, he's not necess- He's not getting up there saying he secretly wants to play for the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars. So you think draft drafting I think there's a Etienne, bit, like bringing his friend here, right? Oh. Making him happy. Yeah, exactly. Right. <sighs> I like I like that take, but I also think that like four years from now, like he's gonna know so many people in the NFL that it's not gonna matter. Well, the thing is, is that if Trevor Lawrence is only good, and he's not great, that's true. Their ceiling could be like a nine and seven football team, you know. And that's kind of nice though for what they were. Yes. No. It's still a win. Yeah. Like but if they go nine and se- if they if they go nine and seven this year, I th- I consider that a win. Completely. That's an absolute win. Yeah. I'm saying if four or five seasons. Oh, they're still like a nine. They're still like a nine. Oh yeah, I would expect him to leave. I would be like Trevor, get out. Like, I just want to look at the other Jacksonville Jaguars picks for a minute. Ah, I know that he really wanted Kadarius Tony. Hmm. Yeah. Hold on. I'm on the NFL website. I can pull up the Jags picks. Oh. 
They got Etienne. Oh, they got Walker Little. Solid tackle from Stanford. Uh, a solid tackle. So they had two second Oh, rounds. Tyson Tyson Campbell is actually yeah. a solid corner too. That gives him three. I don't know. So the rest of the draft wasn't horrible. Yeah. I just would have gone. I would have gone defense with that Etienne pick, honestly. That's that's, I, that, that's what I don't get is yeah. they really didn't adra- address the fact that they were like 28th ranked defense last year. Yeah. They got that corner, but again, the, and the, like they didn't, uh, they didn't sign anybody in the off season, did they? Really, on defense, Sha- Shaquille Griffin, they got. Oh, uh, okay. A corner. Um, oh, okay. That's not bad. And then you draft Tyson Campbell, try and secure your secondary. They got a safety. Yeah, the cues. D tackle. Eh, we'll give him a pass there. The the pick that that is shocking was the running back. Yeah. It's just it's just so weird that you see a running back go in the first round in general. Then think about a team that I think I, mean, I think teams are getting more worried about running back injuries because think about like the the Steelers like without James Conner, you know, like James Conner was kind of in and out of this season. I'm pretty sure that line is that. Oh yeah, that offensive line is awful too. But like you know, like sometimes solid running backs can kind of like get what they can. And then, you know, deal with it and look kind of okay. Like David Montgomery, you know. You give him, like, 30 carries and he comes out with 100 yards. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, like. You really slandered David Montgomery. We slandered him in the last show, but it, yeah. didn't, it didn't Exactly. Matter. We're, so just, we're, just we're just referencing. We're just referencing. We're not David Montgomery fans. I Unless. No, it did air. I think the, the one where we talked about him aired. Oh, okay. Well, you know, David Montgomery, it's not personal. You just get a lot of carries. Hopefully, Justin Fields can help you out. Right, right. Make it a little more two-dimensional. Yeah. We should probably probably just move down the draft, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pitts to the Falcons was obvious, I feel like. Yeah. It was I either mean, that or, like, they decide, oh, we'll take Justin Fields and wait out Matt Ryan's con. You don't need a receiver. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was either Pitts or Fields at that point, and I was expecting Pitts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's still a win. Best, best tight end, and he's versatile. Throw him anywhere. Yeah. I, I think Joe Burrow told the Bengals he wanted Jamar Chase, and I think that's the only reason they didn't get so well. Really? Yeah. I mean, I had to say as a football fan, I loved it. Oh, no. I, I love the pick, too. But uh, I think that the Bengals would have taken Panay just to protect Joe Burrow, and then Joe Burrow was probably like, hey, this guy is nice. Let's go. Let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, sure. All right. Joe. All right, Joe. But just don't leave. Okay. You're okay with this though. Yeah. Like we're not protecting you as much. You I know. know? Yeah, like yeah, you see that knee on your that scar on your knee. Yeah. Like. <laughs> let's. Yeah. You yeah, want your march? Okay. Fine. <laughs> um. Did AJ leave also? AJ Green. Yeah. He's a he's a cardinal now. Right. I think. I remember. Yeah. So they lost that. Big dude. Really. Yeah. I mean, like, the thing is, is, like, T. Higgins is nice. their is their big dude now. Like, that guy's, like, 6'4". Like, That's gets, true. Yeah. But gets they, they don't have that elite. I think, yeah, Jamar Chase kind of kind of is the nice, like, balance between Tyler Floyd and T. Higgins. Because, like, Tyler, Tyler Boyd, you got, you know, the slot guy. And you got the big guy. And then you got the guy that just does his stuff, you know. Right. And I also loved it from the sense of the Dolphins – couldn't get everything they wanted. 
You know, yeah, like, that's they traded down in the draft. I, I they got a bunch of first round picks. I still like Waddle up. though. I still like Waddle for that offense because a Waddle's I think small though. Yeah, but he just they don't have a speed guy. That's what they need. Every receiving core needs a speed guy. I feel like unless you're just like schematically not built that way, you know. So they have like Devonte Parker, right? They have Gesicki at tight end. Yeah. Uh, I'm, th- I'm missing their wide receiver too. Who is it? Maybe it's Jalen Waddle now. Yeah, well, it could be. So, do you think they move? They put Jalen in the slot? Maybe, or just have him. So, because like, him. if you do that, why wouldn't you get Smith? Why would you take? I Waddle think they're worried Smith? about Smith's size, you know. But and then, but then they've also taken someone that's that's pretty small himself. You know, you talking about Tua? No, no, no I'm talking oh. about Waddle. Oh, but Waddle brings like. Game-breaking speed and speed guys are always gonna have value in the NFL. Didn't Devontae have a great combine no, but like, numbers? I'm pretty sure like Waddle is like he's like the Henry Ruggs of this draft. Like, um, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Jakeem Grant. Preston Williams, that's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have blazing speed. Oh, I forgot they got Will Fuller. They do have Will Fuller now. At a certain point. So you can uh, at the five game mark, he'll be suspended for the rest of the year. So you can't really count on Will yeah. Fuller, yeah, because um, every year he gets suspended or hurt. So, um, so now they, yeah, they have. That's a solid receiving core: Parker, Fuller, Waddle, Williams. Should they have bring in Will Fuller now? So, I mean, Will Fuller, I, I think, can be like it's too much. Ah. Wouldn't you have spent that pick on an O lineman? I mean, they have. Well, the thing is, is they got. They got an O lineman last year, right? And they got another O lineman later in the draft. They got Liam Eikenberg. Okay. I, th- I think he's from Notre Dame. And their defense is pretty solid. Yeah, their defense was great last year. So yeah. they, I guess they just kind of. I think that it was a smart move. They're basically saying, we're going all in on you, Tua. This is your year. If you don't succeed this year, we have authority. So to then get here's rid of what you. I also don't understand. Why wouldn't they have just stayed at 14? I don't think another team takes Waddle. If the since the Eagles traded and got and stole Smith from the Giants, you don't think the Giants maybe take Waddle? Where? Oh yeah, maybe they were thirteen. Right? Yeah, one pick. Or no, ahead. they were. I think they were eleven or twelve. Twelve. Because yeah, then the Eagles moved to eleven. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just think the Giants really like Smith. So I guess from if if you're Miami and you really like Waddle, you got to do that. But yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like. I think Waddle was supposed to go mid first. They were mid first, and then they kind of reached I think, on him a little. I think Waddle was like a very big like he could have gone like late tens, early teens, and it's like really anywhere in between that. I think. Yeah. Cause he, I'm pretty sure he was like consensus, like the speed guy in the draft. That, yeah, yeah. And he's all, and he's not like. A, like a speed guy, like oh, I'm not mossing people too. Like he's a good receiver. Yeah, he can his hands and everything. He's got the intangibles. Um, I thought Detroit got lucky with Panay. I thought that they should have. I honestly, I thought the Lions, Panthers, and Broncos all should have taken Justin Fields. Really? All of them had the opportunity to, and all of them should. I mean, I hate Jared Goff. We've been through that. Yeah. Uh. I do like the J.C. Horn pick for the Panthers, but, like, I think that Sam Darnold right now is such a question mark that it's like you need... You just traded for him, though. You have to see how it works. Yeah, but he's also... 
there for two years and then you're going to have to go get another quarterback unless you're paying. And, like, if he's bad, you don't want him, right? That's the exact amount of t- – yeah, you can do that because he's bad. I mean, bad. Like, if he's good, you can – you have ammunition to trade. You can trade Fields or Darnold, and that's – trading a young quarterback like that has immense value. But I think part of the reason that people uh, – you traded for Darnold because you, you're claiming that the Jets put him in a situation that wasn't set up for success. So, like, now you go get Darnold, and then you already are planning to replace him with Justin Fields. It's A, it's a bad message, and B, it's kind of counterproductive to the exact reason why Darnold was struggling in the first place. It's because the whole narrative is that they didn't give him the necessary tools. Yeah, but I also think that the narrative is partially Adam Gase, too. Like, Yeah, and that now they're fixing both of those narratives. Yeah, but you're only giving him, like, what, two years? Like... He needs to what learn get ready in this system, learn to play with a new group of guys. Like two and years then, is, in the NFL. I mean, like if they think they can compete now, I respect it, but like I really I don't see the Panthers competing. I mean, okay. I don't know. They just got a O lineman, a really good one. They have a great receiving core. Yeah, they're but they're, back back. they're they're in the same division as the defending champs, the Saints, who are just historically a better franchise. But lost their yeah, I and lost some talent. I salary cap. I want to see. I want to see Sean Payton just if he if he can make freaking what's his name Taysom Hill Taysom Hill look like a god in like three games. I'm not. I'm the Saints are still good in my put in my mind. Like until they suck. Like okay. And I mean the Falcons are no joke. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that they're better than the Panthers right now because they're literally just like an offense. But like, I don't know. I don't. The Panthers are gonna have to do a lot to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's true. They were a bad team last year. I just, I like. It doesn't doesn't shock me that they didn't take fields when you just traded for a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know. I would have done it. I just Yeah. Huh. I don't want I I think we shouldn't like dwell on it just because yeah, no, we'll agree to disagree. So okay, what was the other team you said? I agree that the Broncos absolutely should have taken him. Uh Lions. Lions was the other one. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah. I think the Lions probably should have grabbed him. Actually, because Panay's on the board, I respect it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You took the best player. Yeah. But if Panay wasn't on the board, yeah, I'm sure they would have taken him then. Um, Broncos got Pat Sertain. Ah, <laughs> Devontae Smith. This is a great – I Peter was so mad. Yeah. All the Giants fans that wanted Devontae Smith are just so well, mad. Well, that was so funny because it was Dallas, right? Yeah, Dallas just, like, decided, so it was hey. an interdivisional team up on the New York Giants. Let's screw the Giants. Yeah. So that was funny. That was funny to watch. Yeah. And then I thought the Bears had a great steal in the draft with Justin. You know, they needed their so franchise. So they paid for it, though. They, 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 what did they give up? They, they gave, gave up, up a lot of picks. A two firsts, two, a third, and a fourth? Or something? I think a fourth and a fifth. Fourth and a fifth. That's steep. It's, it's steep, but the Bears just need a quarterback right now. It is true. Like... It's ridiculous that the Bears aren't in the playoffs every year. They almost, yeah, they almost are. Like, they have I mean, a they're, defense. They're, they have weapons on offense. Yeah, their O-lines, eh. But, like, there's teams with eh O-lines. Like, 
They should be there. Yeah. yeah with that defense. It's ridiculous. Like the, the Bears needed to do something. Yeah. Because that fan base was also going to rip them apart if they were going to run Absolutely. next year. With if they Andy didn't do Dalton anything. Yeah. Like they promised like, oh, yeah, we'll get Russ. Oh, yeah, we'll get this guy. We'll get Deshaun. Oh, for whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice. And like the Bears are one of those franchises. The NFL is always more interesting when the Bears are good. It is true. Because people in Chicago love that franchise more than exactly. anything. They don't yeah. care about Michael Jordan you know, and the Bulls. The Bears. You know? They want the Bears to win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, no, that's exactly completely yeah. <laughs> true. But, uh, um, Dallas needed some defense. I like the Parsons pick. I like the Chargers. Giants, the tra- Giants trade down was smart, too. Yeah, That's absolutely. exactly what you should do if that it's happens. It's like they didn't get what they wanted. And they hadn't down. traded down for years, you know? Yeah. And they got a lot. Like, it's not like they, they were got, compensated It's not like that. they got hustled. Like, right. uh, Chargers taking Slater's great because that or Chargers O-line needs more beefing. Um, I like the Jets taking O lineman, and here we are. Mr. Mac Jones, McCorkle Jones, Mac McCorkle. So okay, I, I just to give my take here, I, I actually didn't like it at first. I was not excited if you saw my. Did oh, you I, I, I remember, I remember. Um, also though, I don't know who else you take here. You know exactly. That was my like, thing. Like you have the tight ends now. You have a top five O line. You have a young and, and ascending running back. You have Nelson Aguilar, Edelman's retired. So I was thinking maybe they got a receiver, but the problem was is that we had kind of hit that drop off because Smith. Yeah, it would have been a reach for any receivers right, right there. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to. So we could have used a receiver with Edelman gone, but now you are in a situation where you're like, okay, there here's this QB, right? Remarkably similar to a guy that we already know succeeded in the Patriots with his immobile fashion, right? And he's just kind of sitting there at 15. Rumored to go three. I, I, I start, I'm starting to get it now. You know, like... I will say when I watch Mac Jones highlights, I really love the touch he puts on the football. He, he's great with his trajectory. Like, yeah. Like, he... He puts a lot of he puts good like angles on it. He has a I I really like his throwing motion too. Like it's very compact and efficient. Very quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Very like efficient. Like he gets the ball out quickly. He's what you he's what you want. He's what you want. That's literally like he's the quarterback you want. Right. And then we can go back to the old system too. It gives us that option. Yeah. Now the Patriots are in an interesting situation because Cam is apparently going to be the quarterback. But the problem is if you roll with Cam. Then if you want to put Mac, if he starts to struggle, the Patriots are in a lot of trouble because then you're starting to rush in a rookie quarter, rookie quarterback, and then you have to basically change the entire offense because the offense that you're running for Cam Newton is going to be completely different than the offense you're running with Mac Jones. You know, I don't. I think unless you guys start the year off badly, which I feel like you won't, considering how you started last year. We also had. A rough schedule last year. It was really tough. I think it was the toughest in the NFL. I feel like unless you start badly this season, you're not going to roll with Mac Jones. I don't think so either. I think it's going to be Cam for at least eight games. And then if... I wouldn't put... Ah. Dude, honestly, I really think you you want to re- redshirt Mac Jones just so he can get a little more athletic. And this is the... Like, have, that- like have Cam Newton take him to the gym. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> literally. I know it would be nice. I mean, yeah, I'd, like I, 
I'm not totally bought into the mobile quarterback phenomena, but I also you ha- I would like a little more athleticism, you know. But like when you say mobile quarterback phenomena, what do you mean? Because like I consider like Josh Allen a mobile quarterback. Like I even consider Aaron Rodgers a mobile quarterback. Like yeah, see, we have different definitions. Yeah, I I just like I'm not thinking about like you always just tuck it and run, you know? Yeah. Uh, we, we won't get into that. Yeah, but. that's a long argument. Yeah, so I, I, I like the pick. It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, He's very, very smart, too, which I, I didn't realize that he was on Dean's lists and in all these National Honor Society stuff, and apparently he's... Doesn't he know type, Chinese? I don't know. He might. I heard that he speaks Mandarin. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... um. And I also heard that he can, he's the type of person to know not only what his responsibility is, but all the people around him too. Like he knows exactly what his receivers are supposed to do and what he's supposed to do because he, he just memorizes the playbook. Um, yeah, and he's a leader is what I hear. So the DUI thing concerns me a little bit. It seems like he's matured. Yeah, that was, that, it was his that. freshman year. But. Yeah. And a DUI is also something that I just have a little compassion for generally. I mean, you, no one should ever do it, and it's a bad thing, and it's dangerous. I just – I think a lot of people have been in that situation where they had a little too much to drink, especially when you're 18 years old, you know. And you think you're fine because your judgment's impaired. You get behind the wheel. Horrible thing. Yeah. I do have – you know, I, I see the mistake basically. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, how, we'll see how it turns out. But I, I, I like it, don't love it, but – I, again, we didn't have to give up anything for him. That's the that's big, the biggest thing. People were mad about that. that like when I just grab yeah. fifteen. When we were twelve, I was fine getting Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we went up to three, and that, <laughs> and that no longer we're not taking that Mac no Jones. longer became an option for me. <laughs> All right. Anything um, else that we had that was? I like I like that the Giants got Kadarius Tony when they traded down. Cause I really like Kadarius Tony. Mm. I like, like, I just like his highlights. Like he's like, the thing is like, he's like a, a Niners kind of receiver. Like he catches the ball and he gets extra. yards. After yeah, catch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he was like a, a yak Doesn't guy for Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think the Steelers picked Najee Harris out of kind of desperation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Eh. It's it's the O line, like that's the problem. People were very critical of the Steelers draft. Yeah, I I saw like trolls online. They were like saying like, "Oh, the Steelers had like a better draft than such and such team," and I was just like, "You guys are in such pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> they know they're on the decline. You guys, you guys are just really gonna feel it in a year, <laughs> like because <laughs> that team." They have a stellar defense, but oh, yeah. they're going to be in quarterback gonna, trouble. Yeah. If, unless Big Ben gonna be at in, 38 or They're going to be in offensive hell. Like That O-line is crumbling. They have great receivers, but their receivers drop passes. Yeah. I don't know. They, I think they have the highest well, drop rate of any team in the NFL I remember last year. watching like a Steelers game, and they were saying that like James Washington was their contested catch-throw-it-up guy, and I was listening to that, and I was like, that's a problem. Really? Like, yeah. Because he's not. You got like six four Claypool coming out of Canada, and you got Juju in the slot, and your best 
contested catch guy is James Washington. I well, it shows you kind of the state of that receiving core a little bit. Yeah. Then you had James Connor, who's you don't know what the deal is with him. It's almost like Big Ben shouldn't have called out AB or Le'Veon or something like that. It's almost like maybe like it wasn't their faults when they lost games, like. I don't know. I, I, I might be crazy here, but like AB might just be like a great receiver and Le'Veon might have been like a great running back and you got rid of both of them and your team got worse. Like, I mean, the evidence would not support that. The evidence would support that the Steelers getting rid of both of those guys were great considering Le- the amount that Le'Veon struggled in both New York and Kansas City and the off-the-field issues that Antonio yeah, Brown has brought to the table. Before, before all of those off-field issues, they were like consistently and like – the divisional round of the playoffs. I get you, but like the Steelers were like a stuff. lock for the playoffs every year. And now we're talking about them maybe not making the playoffs this year. I mean, they still won 13 games. Did they? I think they went 13 and three. Check me. I know they lost a horrid game to the Bengals. I remember that one. I remember the, maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure like they started losing and they started losing. They maybe maybe they're eleven and five. Oh no, they went twelve and four. Twelve and four. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, but let's let's contextualize that twelve and four. We've got New York, Denver, Houston, Philly, Cleveland when they were still afraid of the Steelers. Okay. Tennessee, which was a three point game. That's a big. That's a good win. Baltimore, which is a four point game. Good win. Good win. Dallas, without Dak, yeah. which was a five point win. Uh, Cincinnati, which they they won the first game. The Bengals? The first time they yeah, played the Bengals. Yeah, still not they, an impressive win. They won. Then they beat Baltimore again by five. Then they lost to Washington. At that point, it's week 13. You know, you've had the longest streak in the NFL. Good for you. With that week. I, I, I hear you, though. That's, that's a lot of garbage that's that a we've week, just gone through. That's just a week schedule. Like, last Last, I'm sorry, but last year the Steelers weren't that good. And even the Ravens played. they had to play twice was struggling. Exactly. The Ravens were struggling, and they barely beat them. Yeah. So So they lost to that, Washington. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like... They're on a downward trend. Yeah. 100%. I, but I just don't agree with the reason for that downward trend being that they, they got rid of Le'Veon and Antonio. Well, I think Big Ben breaking his arm last year or the year before kind of took out their their chances of succeeding without them. Because, yeah, no. because you got rid of Le'Veon and you still had a kind of you still had AB, right? Yeah. But like then he he got rid of AB and it's just like you had that year and then you broke your arm and now you're old and it's just it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not. It, it's not going to work. Honestly, it's not going to work. Prediction right now, Steelers aren't making the playoffs next year. Wow. That's bold. Didn't they lose some pieces on the defense last year? And they still were. I don't even know. Number but two. Steelers not making the playoffs hey, this year. Hey, you need offense, right? You need offense. Browns, Ravens, and a different AFC team that's not the Steelers. I can see the Ravens bounce back for sure. Yeah, so uh, you're right. Their schedule is going to be different. They're going to these games against the Ravens are not going to go the way they went last year. And I don't think the Browns are going to come out and be afraid of them in the beginning of the year this year. They will not. Now they have Nick Chubb healthy all year. Healthy Nick Chubb all year. I mean, Odell, beating, healthy Odell now. Beating them in the playoffs. 
huge confidence booster for the Browns. Didn't they get Clowney? Yeah. Oh, man. No, oh, the Browns man. are incredible. Oh, like, man. The Steelers. Did they, did, they get, did they get help in the secondary, too, through the draft? Dude, they drafted so many DBs. Okay. Look out for the Cleveland Browns, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Like, if Baker even slightly improves, they are going to He doesn't to even have to improve. Like, that's yeah, the craziest part. Their system and their running backs and their line. The whole team is so good now that. Yeah, cornerback. Yeah, they're destined for success. Oh, wow. They only drafted one cornerback. I thought they drafted multiple. But their first pick was a corner. Very good. I'm from one of the best defenses in college football last year. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they got John Johnson in the offseason, too. Like, yep. God. The, the Steelers are screwed. The Steelers are in trouble. Maybe that should be the title. <laughs> the Steelers are screwed. <laughs> All right. We should talk a little basketball. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into some basketball really quickly. Yeah. I, I'm just not – I'm not captivated right now for some reason. Like, yeah. I don't know if anyone <laughs> – There's this meme on Twitter that said, like, ESPN is basically done when LaMelo Ball and LeBron James highlights aren't there to be put up. When LaMelo and LeBron went out, it was – It got It got a little – Little dry, and and you notice, that, and then but then well you the know. ratings are way down again. Yeah, I heard I saw that on. Um, I, I really think that ABC, ratings the ratings are down forty five percent, which is crazy, because that's not just streaming. Yeah, you know I think I think it's part of it is there's been a lot of injuries this season to key players, like LeBron was hurt for the last Davis, three LeBron, months. AD Lamelo. LaMelo, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray That's later, though. Clay Thompson. I don't know. That happened KD's, before the season. KD's been hurt all year in and out. I, I Maybe it's a load management. Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving takes rest, yeah. you know. I mean, like, it's... I feel like a lot of stars have really just gotten hurt because of the bubble. Like, It's possible. Again, though, there are injuries in the NBA every year. Every year there's, true. there's a slew of injuries that come around to key players, you know? True. But, yeah, I don't know. Qua- I mean, we saw this before. Kawhi Leonard taking off games on his personal leave, you know? Yeah. He, he's still doing that, too. It's crazy. Like, yep. I mean, at least Paul George can kind of make up for it now. You know, but it was a little ridiculous before. <laughs> um, but speaking of injuries, I want to ask the question: Should Jokic win MVP this year? God, I, I have, I'm so torn on this. I, what is he averaging, and where are the Nuggets? Because I, so the Nuggets are third in the West. They're probably going to be second in the West soon because. And is he? What is he getting? Jokic numbers are like twenty four, eleven, and seven, right? Something ridiculous. He basically. Because he gets, I know he gets assists. Yeah, no, he's basically like everything for them. He gets rebounds. He get. He's on the offensive end. He does it all. He this year is averaging twenty six points. Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six points. Where are the rebounds? 
Ah, 10 rebounds and 8 assists. Basically, almost a triple-double. 10 rebounds and 6 assists. Wow, I was actually... No, no, 8 assists. 8 assists? Yeah. Oh, man. For a team that's third in the West. And he's that's really the only star. Probably, probably going to be second in the West. I mean, there's a real case And there. since Jamal Murray went down, they've been, they're have been they 9-1. Want to pull up Embiid? I would pull up Embiid. Uh, it's just so weird. They're going to be centers. It's it's going to be a center, isn't it? Kevin Durant has not played enough. LeBron has not played enough. Kawhi I, has not played enough. I mean, just Gian, play Giannis it, Giannis will probably get voter bias. Huh? Giannis will probably get voter bias, like, because he's won twice in a row. He won't right. get Which, voted for. It's a ridiculous thing, but it's the fact that it exists is undeniable. Yeah. Um, Joel, on the other hand, is averaging 29 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists. Uh, where, where are the Sixers? Two? The Sixers are one. They're one. But they have the literal same record as the Nuggets. Both okay. teams are 43 and 21. Interesting. Oh, I never man. thought I'd be I, having a conversation about two centers being MVP again. I know. That's what I mean. Like, the NBA is moving in a direction that's so far beyond the center. or I mean, the power forward position is dead. We've, we've talked about The center position is mo- becoming dead. And here we are. The two teams with the two best centers are among the elite teams in the NBA. Yeah. It's strange. Really strange. And then Doc have, Rivers should win coach of the year. And then Giannis, who's essentially a power forward in – who we say is useless, and they're number. What are they? Number one? Yeah, they should be in the. East. No, they're no, three. They're, they're three. They're three. Oh yeah, what am I saying? The Sixers are number one. Yeah. Uh, so Doc Rivers should absolutely win Coach of the Year. I agree with yeah. that. Can't believe he was fired from the Clippers. Cannot believe it. But ah, uh, uh, we've talked about that too. We, yeah. We, yeah. They I mean, honestly, this is this is Doc Rivers coming back and like, yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah. I make Ben Simmons look playable. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what he does. That guy, he won us a chip, man. He definitely gone. did do that. Honestly, if the Nuggets play like this into the end of the season, I would say Jokic should be MVP. Really? Just as passive. much as that pains my Stephen Curry loving heart, Jokic should win MVP. When was the last time you saw a center average a triple-double? Basically. Yeah. A while. When was the last time you saw a center average more than like six assists? Has he gotten a tr- like multiple triple doubles this year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't, I really don't have a take here. Like I, I, I just don't love any of these options and I don't want Giannis <laughs> to win, to get, win again. That's just, <laughs> I, I know recency bias is dumb. Yeah. But how disgusting would that be? You know, if yeah. Giannis won again, it's like, oh, Well, the thing really? is, I don't think Giannis deserves it this year. Like, he hasn't played the full year like he normally does. Or, I mean, most of the year. Like, he, he got hurt, you know? Normally but not went, for long. How long was he out for? Like, a month? I don't, I think it was. Like, two weeks? 10 to 15 games. Oh. Well, so what, like a month? I, I guess. I, I don't know exactly. I... Still my thing, be my the thing MVP is, on, oh I'm, no, I'm with you. Like, I, I if if 
team record mattered less in terms of MVP voting, I would be on the Steph hype train. Yeah, yeah. But you can't not make the playoffs. You have to be. You have to be. Yeah, you have to be like a six seed at least. I just don't think Steph has a ton of help. No, but that's a whole. I, I know I could get you going for forty five minutes. <laughs> we'll move on. But yeah, I, like I'm not yeah. trying to draw out the like, Steph like talk the MVP topic pick right this now. This year is going to be, oh, okay, yeah, Jokic, okay. You know, it's not going to be like wow, Giannis got it again, or wow, they they just slandered LeBron. You know, yeah. What about Luka Doncic? Are the Mavericks like the seventh seed? Six, I think. Let me see. Mavericks are the fifth seed. Fifth seed. If he gets the top four and makes a playoff push. The thing is, I don't think. We know his stats are insane. I don't think that his stats compare, though, this season. Like, he might have more points. Like, he he has 28.6 points, and Bede has more points than he does per game. It's the same amount. They're both getting 29? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, but you have Embiid, who's averaging 10 10 boards. What does Dodgers average for boards? Eight. He averages seven assists. As a small forward, yeah. But you can can make the argument that Jokic deserves it more than him because he's averaging more rebounds, more assists, and slightly less points. And he's in better standing. Yeah. yeah. It's going to have to be Jokic. Yeah. Like he's doing this, and is he's it Jokic or Jokic. I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> totally Jokic. I think it's Jokic. I think it's Jokic too. But uh, I, and honestly, like we're the, in America, so we say the J. <laughs> all right, you are Nikola Jokic. All right, the Utah Jazz <laughs> are probably gonna slide. So they're he's gonna end up being the two seed. Like they're he's gonna win MVP. Also, can we just talk about? How unbelievable Chris Paul has turned a Suns franchise I, in one season. I used to argue that Chris Paul is the top five point guard of all time. I used to think top three, but that's a little ridiculous now because he doesn't have that success. But I still I still think that... He's <sighs> completely turned the culture around there. It's incredible. They're the one seed, aren't no, they? No, yeah, they are. They are. Which means, okay, who are they play first round? Blazers? Something like that. Something. Grizzlies. Oh. Grizzlies, I think. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes, yes. Now, they're getting who's small. four five? They're getting decimated. Clipper, Lakers. Clippers, Mavericks. Lakers are the seventh I seed. I could see them beating. Lakers are the seventh seed teams. right now. Yeah, that's weird. I could see the Suns beating Clippers, Maverick, the winner of Clippers, Mavericks. I could. Yeah. I actually, I could. My thing is, is like, when I, 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 when I low key think that the Clippers. Or a sleeper pick to win it all. With the but, exception of James Harden, when has Chris Paul played with a score as good as Devin Booker? And the reason why I say with the exception of James Harden is because I think that this roster was more like or more di- ah, a deeper roster than mm-hmm. the what the Rockets had because the Rockets kind of just like had shooters surrounding Chris Paul and Harden. Yeah, but like you know you have like. I think Aiton is better offensively than what Capella was doing for them. Oh, yeah. Well, that's and undoubtedly true. I also think that a lot of their young talent can develop into just more than like a 3 and D kind of player, which... I they mean, just need it defense, gets, defense, defense, defense. Yeah, they need to yeah. push the defense. 
Uh, Bridges is also playing very well. Yeah. He's just a great piece. I mean, Chris Paul just elevates his teammates. He does. It's what it is. The Thunder last year? Like, come on. Six seed. <laughs> like, what are we but doing? Prior to the season, ESPN gave them a 0.1% chance to make the playoffs. He is amazing. I, I, I remember uh, earlier in the year, I was trying to argue people online that Devin Booker should have made the All-Star game over Chris Paul. Yeah. I think I'm just wrong. No, I think I, we, were, just we were also just wrong. trying to drum up, like... Yeah. activity on yeah, the accounts. Yeah, true. I was just trying to fight just for the sake of fighting, <laughs> but, um, Yeah, no, Chris Paul is... What an unbelievable job he's done. I, I, roof, I really am rooting for the Suns. I hope that they can go very, very far in these playoffs. And I mean... So, the Lakers are going to be... Who's the two seed in the West? The Jazz, but they're going to drop because Donovan's gone. Can we see... Oh, wait, so Donovan's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long? I want to say he is gone. Gone, gone? I didn't even see. This is how behind I am. I didn't even know about the Donovan Mitchell news. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, no. He's not gone. He's He probably just sprained something. Oh, okay. I think he's okay. Yeah. Okay. He All just right. rolled his ankle. I, I thought, was going to say, I didn't hear I, about a like, serious I thought, Donovan Mitchell Because when I, when I saw that he got hurt initially, it was a, like a non-contact thing. So I was like, oh, he's done. So they may slip. I need to just pull, well, no, they, I need to just pull up the NBA standings for a minute. They are going to slip. Because the Nuggets are only three games behind. Like, I don't know. So now the Nuggets don't have Murray. And the 9-1 and one run is not sustainable. No, without Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon does not do them that much. But I could see Michael that... Michael Porter has also stepped it up in Jamal Murray's absence. Interesting. I think that how, how long is he out? A week. Donovan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're not going to drop. Yeah, they might not. Can yeah. we see the Jazz beating the Lakers in the two seven? No. No. It's no. It's LeBron. It's just it's LeBron. I remember the last time we thought LeBron was gonna lose in the first round. Come on, it's just so annoying to me. I don't like it. Yeah, no, it's not. The Nuggets Trailblazers. That'll be interesting if it, if everything lines up. And the Clippers Mavericks again in a rematch. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting too. I don't think the Nuggets can beat the Trailblazers in the playoffs. I think Dame time is too much for them. Yeah, no, they don't have a guy to counter it either. They don't yeah. have a big to put on Jokic, though. I also, I don't know, though. They, the, like, the Nuggets don't have a guard to put on Dame or any guards, really, and to put on either of their... I just feel like... I feel like... There's going to be too much scoring. Jokic is less assertive than Dame is. Yeah. Like, and, Dame and is more willing to just drop 60 There's also two guys on the win. Blazers that are going to go off, yeah. and there's really no defensive answer on that team. Yeah. I think you're right about that. I think the Blazers yeah. can win that. Uh, yeah, let's just... The Eastern Conference, the Nets are just going to win. So let's just win. make some predictions. <laughs> we're rolling right now. Let's just... Suns, Grizzlies, we want Suns, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Well, the Suns are just going to win that. Yeah. Like, the Grizzlies just don't have that play. Is there a play-in tourney? No. Okay. God, right. no. Um, The Grizzlies just don't have the playoff experience at all. No. Like, yeah, it's... like Yeah. And if the Warriors get in, they're going to lose. Sorry. Yeah. Suns, yeah. Warriors, they're going to lose. Um. Jazz, Lakers. We have to take Lakers, unfortunately. Yeah. Nuggets, Blazers. I like the Blazers pick. I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking the Blazers. Four or five. 
I think Clippers win again. Yeah, I think for one thing, that report about Luca and Kristaps not like fucking with each other, like you know, is that true? Yeah, like they don't like hang out. Okay. No, but like, I think when you're the two best players on your team, there needs to be some kind of friendship there, and the fact that reports are coming out that like they don't like. It's not like, oh, like, they're in the locker room every night and they're, like, button heads. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. the guy. I'm the guy. But it's, like, there's, like, that. <laughs> like Kobe and Shaq hated each other. Yeah, yeah no, but there's, <laughs> there's, like, that. uh Or did Kobe and Shaq that, love each other at first? Well, it was because the Shaq was the clear-cut guy and then he got hurt and got a little lazier and Kobe was not about lazy. And he was like, hey, now I'm the guy since you want to be hurt and lazy. And then they. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just. So they were friends. They were friends. Well, also, like, when Kobe came into the league, Shaq was that guy. So it was always Shaq's team. And then Kobe kind of ascended because he's Kobe. Okay. So were they good friends? Not at the end. Yes, they were they, they, they were during teaming. their championships. Were they friends? I'm sure they were, but it's not the same. You you can't compare Luca and Kristaps to Kobe and Shaq. No, obviously, but I'm just saying. I there think are that, stars that you can't have stars that just win without necessarily seeing completely eye to eye. I mean, Ray Allen didn't really like the Boston Celtics. Uh, like. Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, for God's sakes. Kyrie Irving hated that he was treated like the little brother. But all the wasn't time. that was all that was after they won a championship. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't you no, can't no, no, tell no, no, me wrong. that Kyrie would was, You're saying Kyrie Irving was gonna leave the Cavs before they won a championship. He he explicitly stated to his zero, teammates zero shot, I believe that. I gotta look he that ex- up. Kyrie Irving said to his teammates, look this up, that he did not want LeBron to come to the Cavs. Before LeBron even came there. Wow. You know what I mean? So. I. Okay. There's, there's stars. Stars can, cannot like, you can't have two stars that hate each other, but you can have stars that just work well together and not necessarily love. But is it's about basketball. How well, though, like, did they work together? Also, Kawhi Leonard's won championships. Kawhi doesn't talk to anybody. Who was Kawhi hanging out with? Yeah, but Kawhi joined a team that had been consistently, like, top three in the East and, like, just replaced, upgraded on their best player. Right, but also, this is that helps me because they didn't like Kawhi at first. What do you... First off, Sergi Baca and Kawhi still, like, FaceTime and have this relationship. I'm saying that Kyle Lowry especially... Hated that move. Yeah, but Kyle Lowry can't say shit. Okay, regardless of it's what Kawhi's you're team, even if he's there for okay, one year. Now we know that, but I'm saying, in essence, they didn't really they didn't really like each other either for the first part. But they were still winning games. Yeah, and went on to win a chip. But when you have players that don't like each other that aren't on the same level, it doesn't matter because the guy that's on the higher level is always gonna get. Is that not the case with Luka Doncic? Luka Doncic is yes, clearly but on a I, level. we've already seen Luka Doncic play by himself, and it's losing in the first round, sadly. That's what LeBron did. 
Yeah. I, yeah. But he, no, LeBron didn't have a Kristaps level player on the Cavaliers. Or you're talking about. What are you talking about when you say Le- that's what LeBron? Yeah, did? That's, that's, no, yeah, yeah, theory. that's what you. Yeah, Chris, he didn't have a Kristaps level player when he was on the Cavs. Like, right? I know. I, I'm. I'm saying like. Luke, I just. I don't think. Doesn't need to necessarily be best friends with Kristaps. Yeah, also, but, I don't think anyone's going to be best friends with Kristaps. It seems like Kristaps is kind of weird. Yeah, and is like, pretty hard to please. I don't. Yeah, I. I know what you're saying. Like. When that report came out, Mark Cuban was like, hey, we want to chip with Jason Terry and Dirk, and they didn't like each other. But it's like, I feel like if you have stars that like don't like each other, I mean, let me rephrase what I'm saying. When they don't like each other, they need to respect each other. And I think they have that. I don't know. How? I, if, okay. If Because, okay, Kristaps is... What you have to think that... Kristaps is literally hurt all the time, right? Okay. At a point... You have to ask yourself, are you rehabbing? Are you doing anything to help? Like, yeah, yeah. Getting into the gym. Yeah. yeah like, I, I'm serious. Like, I, I just, when I watch them play, Luca gives the ball to Porzingis all the time. Because he's the second best player on the team. Right. But if you were mad, well, you wouldn't no, want to give that guy the ball. I don't think Luca is one of those guys that's like petty, like, oh, you were saying some shit behind my back earlier. I'm not going <laughs> to pass you the ball. Like, Luca wants to just win games. I'm just saying that if they really didn't like each other or didn't respect each other, it would be, you, you would see it visibly on the court. Okay, yeah. We saw that I, no, but I don't, on the court with I don't Kyrie think it, and Boston. But I don't think it's that. Like, I think it's just like they're both kind of annoyed with each other. Like, I'm sure it's like, like one yeah, of those. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure it's like one of those things where it's like, Kristaps is, you know, leaving rehab early, and Luke is like, really? Like, you, you're doing that? Like, I think they're going to be fine. I don't think that that's as big a deal. If Kristaps doesn't respect Luca and says, I'm better than you, you just move him. But <laughs> I mean, I would have, I think they should have moved Kristaps already. I, I think he's don't done. Agree, but. I think, I think he can't play a full season. I think that matters way too much. I disagree there, too. How many playoff games has he played? We saw Kawhi Leonard play, what was it, 40 games for the Toronto Raptors and then win. But not because he was hurt. Right, but, like... I The thing, like, Kawhi Leonard takes games off because he wants to stay healthy. Kristaps takes games off because he's always hurt. Yeah, always. I, I know, yeah. Like, it's I, not I, it's not the same. Like, Kawhi can come in whenever he wants. Kristaps is just kind of there. Like, I just think if you have the chemistry... If, if you if you miss 20 games with an injury, you're going to be fine as long as you play the playoffs. And Kristaps hasn't come through for them so far in the postseason. He has not. So if that continues to be happening, he can't even get a stretch of 40 games together, then you have a, yeah, a much bigger issue. But I'm saying if you miss even the first half of the season and you're together to get that decent seed and then you're together and the chemistry works for the playoffs, that should be enough. That's what the Lakers have done with Anthony Davis. That's literally the whole Brooklyn Nets game plan. You know, just everyone rest until the last four weeks. We establish the chemistry. The seed doesn't even matter that much. I don't think. Let's, I don't think they're resting yet. Yeah, I, I just I don't think it's rest out of pre- preparation. I think it's rest out of necessity. That's the worry. Yeah, but because dude, I'm looking at his stats right now. He's never played a full season. First off, yeah, I don't think ever. That's true. Like his, in his entire career, what did he get? Like seventy three one year. His rookie year, he played seventy two, and it's just declined since then. Is it is it getting worse or better? No, worse. What's, what is it? Went this from seventy two to sixty six. Okay. 
That was his high, second highest count. Then it went to 48. Okay. Then it went to zero. Okay. That then was it, part of the same injury, right? Yeah, probably. I think that's all the same, yeah. Then it's 57. Then it's Again, f- that's enough games for me. 60 games? That's en- 66 games? That's enough for me. For a guy that they're paying, how how much money is he making per year? 20 plus million, but that's what you have to play for for all-stars in the NBA. I would just pay a different all-star. You, you I, can't get No, but I'm saying I'm just saying that they should just move him like like I For what? Like I I don't dude shop him. Like no, shop no, him. Don't trade him for cheap. Try to win with the all-star. You have wherever he goes to, they are going to be getting the best talent in that deal. Don't make a losing trade because his value's already hurt because of the injuries. Don't make a losing deal. But if he try to win with is the not working with Luca, which we can argue about right now, but if he doesn't work with Luca, right? Say, say they say say they play the Clippers this year, get bounced out in the first round, and Kristaps is there the whole time. Would you not think about trading Kristaps? I would try to add more. I would try to sign a big fish. I would certainly want to restructure. I, I just don't trust him. I don't trust him to stay healthy in the playoffs. I don't. I don't even trust him to make it past the first round of the playoffs healthy. I mean, I. I if he's gonna not play in the playoffs, then obviously, you, yeah, it's not gonna help you. But I just, you're not gonna get equal value. So you, what I'm saying is, you might as well run it. And if you're 60 games. That's enough. That's far more than a lot of these load management pl- players are playing. But again, these load management not. players aren't doing it out of necessity. But it, why, like, why does that matter? Because they're trying to be fresh in the playoffs. They don't want to get hurt in the playoffs, right? But yeah. if Kristaps is already hurt multiple times throughout the season, I can't see him playing a seven-game series in two weeks. Everyone has ailments, though. Like, but he's a tall. He's a six-eleven skinny shooter. He needs to improve. I like I. He needs to put some weight on. Like he's just At a like point you have to make that change. I agree. He's a shorter Yao Ming. Like I'm sorry. Like and Yao Ming's career was sadly short. It's just I also watched them play. They're very fascinating to me. They have chemistry. Like I I know they don't like each other necessarily as people, but on the court they work. Them in the pick and roll is unbelievable because then you because Chris Depps can shoot too. Yeah, you can do can you can up. you can do anything in that pick and roll. Right. Definitely. And it's I mean, you have more options there than a lot of teams in the NBA. Like you can't even do that on the Clippers. But I mean the the with the way the NBA is going, you're going to be able to do that with a lot more people. Like we're talking about two centers that are going to win MVP and they can do everything on offense. Well, Joel Embiid can't Pass. Yeah, but he can shoot threes is what I mean. Eh, not the way Chris Dow's can. Yeah, but I would argue just, that so this like, year Embiid's playing more games than Chris Stops, which is unheard of. Embiid's playing more games than Chris Stops. All right, we'll, 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 we'll drop it, but yeah, I, I, I'm just, I think if you're getting 60 games out of Chris Stops, keep him. I, I think I can, he's 7-3, and he drains threes. <laughs> Uh, is there anything else you want to... I think we're good for the most part. We can talk about the Rockets sucking. We can talk about the Nets being great. Yeah, are, are the Rockets the worst team, do you think, ever? Uh, ever, no. Charlotte Bobcats were pretty bad. 
the six the Sixers the Sixers before they got Joel Embiid were pretty bad. Yeah, and I mean like Christian Wood's nice. Yeah, Christian Wood, John Wall. I, I mean, just they don't is, have John Wall anymore. What happened? He you had got, a season-ending injury. Ah, well, Kevin <laughs> Porter Kevin Porter Jr. has been stepping up. Yeah, I saw that too, which was that's shocking that they have another guy that's just dropping fifty-five. Yeah, I mean Kelly like Olenek they're they're the they're basically giving him like the Colin Sexton role, like oh. You're the young guy and you want to develop and we have nothing else to do? Shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we, we can hit on the Nets another time. So. All right. Good. Hour 12. Hopefully this doesn't get cut. Yeah, I think we should be fine. We're using a single mixer this time. We are, we try to get fancy sometimes with the multiple mics. and Yeah. And it doesn't always work. And GarageBand takes us back to earth. It, it does, yeah. They say, look. You have 20 listeners, all right? We're not going to work sometimes. <laughs> That's what GarageBand says to us, bud. Get used to it, bud. <laughs> all right. Uh, that'll do it for us. We will see you back here next week for sure on Playing the Field. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out.